my goal it's always to be like that to be consuming from not only wedding photographers so if we learn from a lot of people our craft it's gonna be pure and magic and unique so yeah don't, don't get obsessed with the things that you're producing Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. My guest today is Fair Huaristi. He is a wedding and lifestyle photographer based in Monterey, Mexico, and his style of photography mixes art and weddings together in the best way. We talk about taking risks in your business, uh, how to attract the clients who want what you want to photograph, and we talk about how to gain inspiration and knowledge from outside of the photography realm. Such a great conversation. I loved getting to talk with Fair. Um, so let's get into it. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast. I have uh, Fair Wariesti with me tonight, and um, we're having a good time in here. Just just chatting. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about photography, and we're gonna be talking about business um, and just life in general. All of all the fun things, all the things that 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 uh, that make us smile. Um, so, but yeah, fair. How are you doing? Good, man. Uh, uh, as I was telling you, I, I can't complain, you know, um, life is a blessing, uh, for me. Um, so how, however it comes my way, I'm like, let's, let's enjoy it. Let's have fun. And it's, it's, it's good. It's good. 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 <laughs> That's, that is a great, uh, great way to look at life, especially here recently. There's so many things that are just like, if I get wrapped up in them, it just like, I have this weight, um, pulling me down all the time, mm -hmm. but, um, uh, but yeah, focusing on the good things in life, um, mm -hmm. the things that, that make you smile, the things that make you happy. Um, it definitely, definitely helps lighten the load and, uh, and just have a good outlook on life. Uh, yeah, so I'm like, glad to hear that. For you. Mm -hmm. My wife, she's, she's the wise one. And she's always telling me like, can you control the, the output? Uh, you know, like uh, sometimes we're obsessed with like watching the news and being on Reddit and reading all this information. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't have superpowers. So uh, I'm going to try to handle the things that are in like in my hands and not even like the the, the life of, of my kids. I can't control them. I, I can tell them uh, where I did right and where I did wrong, but they're going to have their own their own paths as well. So uh, for me, it's like, like being extremely grateful uh, every single minute of, of, of my life uh, and, and, and being a, a, a little bit, um, whatever, you know, uh, like that <laughs> attitude, right? Because yeah, like you can see, Oh yeah, the governor of, of Texas is doing this and uh, the, the president of Mexico is doing that. And whatever I think I'm not going to, control them you know uh it's 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 not in my league so right. so i prefer to think like an ant like uh, okay what's what's in 
in this role. Okay, I, I can say hi, I can be a, a good human being with my neighbors and that's gonna have a small impact. And I can live with that. Uh, oh, there's yeah. this like superhero syndrome nowadays, you know, like, and okay, but it's not for everyone. And, and not being okay with everyone, I think it, it's okay as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like you were saying, like impacting those around you, that will continue to grow. So you can almost be like that superhero that we want to be and just change the world. Because if we can be kind and share and like spread that joy with those who are connected to us physically around us, then they spread some joy. And then it just, it spiders out and it just, it'll it'll cover the world. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I love that, that outlook of, um, cause, cause yeah, I, I, I think of, I, I want to be that superhero all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, I want to fix this and I want to do these things. And I like, I want everyone to get along and be happy. Um, but I also know no one's gonna, you know, I don't have a voice for, you know, the governor to listen to me, or I don't have a voice for the president or whatever, but I do have a voice that I can share with my neighbors, with my friends, with my family, and that, mm-hmm. uh, that can continue to go on. Um, yeah. so I like that. I like that. Well, um, so fair for, for those who, um, who maybe don't know you, uh, don't know your photography, um, give us a little background of, uh, where you're based, uh, what you photograph, what you love doing. All those things. Well, uh, my name is uh, my full name is Jose Fernando Cuaristi Larracochea. So it's like a freaking puzzle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, even even when I'm writing my name, but like on hand, it's like what? Uh, uh-huh. So yeah, I, I, I've been doing uh, wedding photography for the last uh, almost 16 years now, um, uh, and and it was a mistake for me to to do this for a living. Uh, I I studied mass media. Uh, I fall in love uh, with music first, and and that was my guide. Like, um, like just following my passions. It's mm-hmm. it's a hobby, uh, but like the definition of su- success was never clear for me. Um, I don't know. I, I I was born and raised like seeing so many samples that having plenty can mess you up. You know, when yeah. you want to have a little bit of everything and, and be better than 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 your neighbors, and I, like I saw a lot of bad slash good samples of uh, just knowing what not to do. Yeah, you know, and 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 as well, I, I saw a lot of grown ups um, even having what they wanted to have uh, i saw a lot of unhappy grown-ups and i was like dude that, that's not the that's not the path i want to follow so I, I was the typical guy uh in in high school when all my friends knew what they wanted to do in their lives and and i didn't and but that was a blessing you know i was like maybe uh so so i remember in high school uh, I was I was born and raised in the border with Texas uh, in a in a small town called Reynosa, and and they were teaching us how to clean climb the poles uh, like like as an electrician. Oh yeah yeah. 
Yeah, and and the teacher of us, he he had like a like an old Pentax like K one thousand camera, and and he was like taking pictures and selling them to us. Uh, so I was like, yeah, that camera looks amazing. Can, can can you borrow it to me? And he he accepted. So I went to a library and I just started to read about photography. That was my my first approach in photography. And so after that, I found um, a newspaper and I was able to, to work there for two months and saw a lot of grown-ups that they enjoyed their lives. You know, I, I don't know if, if you've been to like to a, to a newsroom. Oh, and yeah. Holy shoot, it's 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 intoxicating. It's like all this energy, it's it's all this adrenaline. It is, it's uh, so fast-paced, just everything. Right? All the time, no downtime at all. Yeah. And, yeah. and and back then I remember and I love this era because I went there and they were transitioning from uh typewriters uh, to computers. And all this drama about about the about the writers, uh, they thought that they were like stealing their souls, you know. So <laughs> so the embracing of technology. Uh, no matter how old you are, it's always going to be like a pain in the butt, you know? Oh, yeah. So I, 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 I have to thank that because I was like scanning the negatives and then doing a little bit of Photoshop and then sending it to the designer and then seeing how they use like the, the uh, negative space and using the, the, the fonts. I, I was obsessed with that. And, and that's why I studied mass media and then I went to do like um like not marketing like production media like uh like like video clips and mm-hmm. like TV ads like all like local low budget stuff nothing fancy nothing national nothing international and then a good friend of mine from high school told me hey I'm gonna get married and I was like okay so I went to Google <laughs> and type like wedding photography in uh-huh. Spanish first. <laughs> and, and I saw all this cliche, like nothing creative. And then I go it in English, like wedding photography. And I start to see like, like a, a, a beam of light, like, holy shit. I don't know if you remember, there was a video called Masters of Wedding Photography. Yeah. And there was like Jerry Gionis and Jeff Askoff and a few others that I don't remember their names. Uh, David Bexted, I, I remember he was there. And, and I was like, yes, this, this is the path, uh, you know, like being able to create from something that people don't give a damn <laughs> and, uh-huh. and try to make it unique. So I got lucky that I found those like DVDs, like the pirate version, because in Mexico, <laughs> I, I wasn't able to buy them. Right. I, I have to be honest with that. Uh, and since that day, I was like, yeah, I, I, I want to follow that path. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I love that. I mean, I I feel like, um, wedding photography used to be very boring. Um, so like those, the other photography and, and all that, uh, but then something changed. I don't know really when it did, but where people were infusing more art with, uh, cause I, I think of like my, my parents, uh, wedding photos in the eighties, they were very just like flash on the camera right at your face. And it's just stand here and smile. And then we're going to get a picture of you by the cake. And then we're going to get a picture of you outside. 
and now we're done. And you have like, mm-hmm. you know, 30 photos from the day. And, um, and I love that there's so much art that's incorporated in it now. And like the, the, um, the personalities of the couple and the personality of, uh, like the, the photographer and what kind mm-hmm. of artist that photographer is, um, which is one of the, one of the things that really draws me to your photography too, is you have a very artistic style. Um, I love that you don't always include faces in, in your photos. Um, Cause I, I feel like there's so much emotion, especially from the hands. Um, mm-hmm. But there's so much emotion that you can get uh, in the details of, of photos without having faces looking at the camera all the time. Is that something that you do um, like consciously that you're thinking of or just kind of like in the moment seeing those, those details, like the, the close hands reaching for each other as they're, you know, they're, they're running along. uh, Mm -hmm. You know what? It's, it's like going back to your roots. Uh, Like if, if I can show you the first uh, like rolls of film that I photographed, uh, when I was like studying uh, photography, mm-hmm. I, I was a very shy guy. Uh, I, I was just trying to find uh, like triangles, shapes, uh, complementary colors, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, like if someone asked me to photograph them, I was like, dude, I, I was like, <laughs> I freeze myself, you know? Uh, so, so wedding photography has uh, challenged me uh, to, to, to break that, um, that pattern of, of mine, that a- attitude and, and trying to be curious, you know, like, um, I wasn't, I, I didn't became a wedding photographer, uh, because of the business. Uh, so the, the people I started to follow it, it was because of, of their outcome. It's like, okay, uh, you, you can, you can do pop, you can do rap, you can do, uh, independent, crazy, fucked up music. Uh-huh but still have an audience. So, so for me, it, 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 it's been that path. Like I was lucky that my first wedding was for a friend. It was my gift for him and I could do whatever I want. And, and, and that was like, Hmm, maybe, maybe there's a market for that. And then feeling the frustration when you want to be the artistic guy in in a non-artistic town Uh (laughs) it's it's beautiful you know you you have to learn how to receive those hits uh because you know like when when you go to a to a convention or to a seminar you're like yes i'm gonna apply all this new and then you grab the camera and what was it and then the couple Uh it's trying to get you no i booked you because of your portfolio not because of your new things, you know? Right. So yeah. I, I love that. Like the big contradictions, uh, like having the, the enough uh, bravery to start implementing like techniques or, or attitudes or working for free as well until you have enough portfolio that it's like, yeah, I can understand your vision. I, I want to book you because of that. And yeah. if, if we go back a, a lot of my first gigs, like the bride booked me, but the parents of, of the bride and groom, they booked like the formal uh, safe photographer. So mm-hmm. I had like a second shooter 
uh, and I can risk all I want, you know? <laughs> so so oh, yeah. it, it was like that. Um, but for me, it's, it's about uh, curiosity, you know, like what, ha- what I haven't seen and then try to apply it. And, and we are from this generation as well that, as you were saying, like it become cool to be a wedding photographer and then photographing for who? Like uh, to honor your vision for your client, for freaking social media and the likes. So I'm, I'm a sellout, you know? I, I do a little bit of everything for everyone, but I try to show only the things that people, I want them to relate with my brand and my style. Mm, and and mm-hmm. I think that's that's the big difference because if you see a full gallery of mine, it's, it's as, as everyone else's, you know? It's like, yeah, it's the same same old but being selective and watching your social media and your portfolio as a freaking museum um your market is going to become smaller yeah but in the end uh i have to watch out my integrity because after 15 years of doing this i still don't want to go to a wedding and and be like oh another freaking wedding you know right oh yeah i i i, I hate that i i don't want to be one of those yeah. Yeah. And I love what you said about curating what you share and not just sharing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, because we can take the photos, the, the, the safe photos, the, the stuff that the parents want that the grandparents are going to put on their mantle over the fireplace. And like, we can take those safe photos, but still do the experimental things. Um, like I think uh whenever whenever I met you about a year and a half ago, um, right before the world shut down, um, uh, like literally a month or two. And um and and you had mentioned something about um uh, like taking taking the 99 photos for them, but then taking one for yourself mm-hmm. and um and then sharing that one. Uh, mm-hmm. which which I think ties in really well with like what you just said, because I I took that because I I mean, I have notes and notes from that, uh, that conference in, uh, in Orlando. And there were so many things I wanted to implement into the way that I photographed my couples, the way that I, I thought about the wedding day. And I didn't want to just like completely change everything right, right there. Um, so that like 99 and one, um, really helped me to start shifting into, uh, sharing the, the more experimental things, the more, uh, kind of like fun, quirky, weird stuff Mm. that is not just every other photographer. Um, and then as I shared that, I started getting more people that were like, Ooh, I saw this, this fun, quirky photo that you posted and that's what we want. Like, that's why we're hiring you. Um, so I loved, I love that. I love that you, you just mentioned that as well. Hey y'all, quick break to talk to you about one of the tools that has completely changed my business for the better, and that is my CRM 
Tave. Tave is the most customizable studio management system for photographers. They have everything under one roof um, from embedded contact forms that auto generate into new leads to income reports, lead source reports, profit and loss statements, very detailed revenue breakdowns, anything that you want to keep up with your numbers. They've got reports for it. They have built in contract templates, questionnaires for your clients, easy invoicing and quotes. It is so much. Um, They also like my favorite part. They have these auto populated tokens. So in emails, you can put clients first name or ceremony address or even specifics down to like maid of honors, Instagram handle, and it'll auto populate it. So you don't have to figure out which spelling of Caitlin is correct for this bride. So go to lightdarkco.com slash Tave, and that's T-A-V-E, to double your 30-day trial to make it a 60-day trial. And you'd think maybe Tave is like 60 bucks a month or something from all those customizations. No, you can pay as little as 22 bucks a month, which is a lot less than a lot of other CRMs that I've used in the past that didn't do half of this stuff. So again, lightdarkco.com slash Tave, T-A-V-E. Check out Tave and let the power of customization. Is, is there something uh, just like through through all the years? Is there a piece of advice or um uh, or or something that you, either you have uh, taken in from someone that has changed the way that you look at at business, at photography, at just life in general. Well, I I love always feeling like an underdog, you know, like uh, okay. when they invite me to speak to in these kind of conventions, I I want to be the first to, to talk, so then I can sit and challenge my my visions and, and my perceptions of of how i do things you know like uh, like mm-hmm. i remember in, in that convention uh jason uh bison was there yeah jason vincent uh, yeah vincent sorry vincent sorry uh, and i was like holy shit man like uh like how he managed flash and how he uses like his creativity in a different way i i was i was amazed at him you know oh yeah so so that like being always like humble with your knowledge uh it's 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 so stupid to feel like a rock star in 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 the wedding photography industry <laughs> you know uh-huh. uh, in some weddings they don't even feed me and and people are like <laughs> yeah sign my autograph like come on dude like uh, so so we have to go like three steps behind and and always if if you can help in any way like do it you know uh so so for me it's always been uh the student Uh, i i'm grateful that they that they see that i have something special to share but then just share it and 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 acknowledging that you are a mix of all your other heroes like uh like from film to cinematographers to other wedding photographers and I, i have seen so much uh, kindness in this industry as well. Like, um, I remember after attending a workshop in the States in, in Texas, uh, I was like, Hey, I, I want a second shoot. Um, so I got a lot of invitations because I, I wanted to challenge myself and, and I wasn't charging to be a second photographer. You know, I mm-hmm. wanted to, to go to weddings with total freedom. Like I'm going to be there, but don't, don't, uh, don't rely on me. You know, I just want to, see right. things 
like in slow motion. Because, you know, when you are the main shooter, sometimes you get obsessed with the bride and groom. Yes. And and there's so many things happening. Uh, and I started to risk there. And then I built my portfolio as a second shooter. And then I show it with my couples and they were like, yeah, we want those. So so risking and going with all this adrenaline as, as a main shooter with no second mm. shooters, with no backups and starting risking at your own weddings. I love that part. Yes. So so for me, this community has been amazing because I don't want to convince no one to shoot like me, to do the business like me. You know, like <laughs> it's more like this has worked for me. And I know that my system have way too many holes. Um, but it's okay. You know, it's okay. Uh, I, I want to learn 1% of all the people that I meet and then start to see the difference. Uh, because in the end, I, I want to keep shooting for 15 more years. Right. It, it, it's not about being like, uh, like stubborn. Like, yeah, this formula has worked for me. Shut up, everyone. You know, it's, it's not like that. It's like, Please teach me. And, and you can learn from, from a photographer who's been doing this for like one month, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and from people who's been doing this for 40 years. So I'm okay with that. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, and I love that mindset because we should always be growing and learning and learning from each other. And uh, no matter, like you said, like a photographer who's been doing it for a month, I was talking with a photographer the other day. She's been doing weddings for less than a year in just like amazing photos and this true connection with the mm -hmm. couple. And I was like, I want to ask you some questions because yeah. like I've been doing this for 10 years. And like, it seems like even some of the photos are, are even like a deeper connection than I can get with, with my couples and like having that mindset of not a know-it-all and not like I'm up here and I've already mastered photography. Mm. It's always learning, always looking for places to learn. Um, and I, I did notice that at that conference, like you were, you were in there with me learning from Jason Vincent and like helping mm -hmm. him stand up on that, yeah. the, uh, yeah. that railing, getting that crazy chandelier shot. Um, and like sitting in there taking notes at other, um, other keynotes that were, that were speaking. And, and that was very important to me. I've been to other conferences where the keynotes, the, the main speakers were just like, I'm going to speak and then I'm, I'm done. I'm just going to go hang out in the green room or wherever and, you know, eat, eat all the, the free food. And, um, and I think that's really important. And I, it, it really comes through in your, in your photographs as well, that, you're continually learning and you're continually trying to improve on yourself and not, not hitting that plateau of just like, mm. I'm good enough and I'm not going to grow from in anymore. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We have to respect uh, creativity in, in any way. If mm -hmm. it's like a strategy to, to, to grow your business, if it's in a technique to do something different, it's, it's like that. It's like, uh, like, always asking questions you know if you're talking more than you're listening something's wrong in your freaking brain oh yeah you know yeah. so so i think that that's that's my goal like uh i i don't like to be a speaker to be totally honest <laughs> uh, i i want to be i say yes because i can learn and that's it uh i i don't have a 
uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to be a better speaker. I, I don't prepare like 10,000 hours. Like like Lanny and Erica, remember them? Uh, the Two Men Studios? Oh, it's yeah. like, holy shoot, that's a show, man. And they oh, want to yeah. be the best I mean, at, at everything. They had me in tears at the end yeah. of their, their whole speech. One yeah. of my worst experiences as a, as a speaker, uh, in one convention, I was I had to talk after them. So that's <laughs> no bueno, my friend. No. You know, that's like, oh, come <laughs> on, man. That, that, I, I, I want to go and, and sleep and that's it, you know? Right, but yeah. but that, that's the magic, you know? As many times as you can be like in the eye of the hurricane or the tornado, you have to be, you know? That's the only way mm. to grow and, and to keep yourself active and, and knowing that you're always going to be on the floor. On, on your floor, you know, but it's like there's always a, a way up or, or a way to grow. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's that's such a good mindset having um, for anyone like starting off in photography and those with 10, 15, 20 years of experience continuing to grow and continuing to be curious and ask questions. Um, and like for for photographers who are wanting to to grow and you know we kind of mentioned building like connection with with couples um and with our with our our clients is are do you have any suggestions any tips on how to do that um is that more before the photo shoot or do you do more of that like during the photo shoot well uh, the the first stop for me it's it it's building filters uh, so mm. they can say, I don't want to work with this guy or I can't imagine my wedding without this photographer. Yeah. You know, and, and that's based in your portfolio, uh, in, 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 the, in the types, uh, in, in the copy, sorry, of, of the website. And, and then on, on the first like Zoom meeting as well, like I, I drop a few F-bombs here and there. Um, <laughs> and, and if we do like an engagement session as well, um, I, I'm I'm gonna talk about my life, you know, because we want them to be so open and crying like babies in front of us, and and we're always on the other side, you know. So mm-hmm. I I always talk to them and say that every year I'm I like like <laughs> to be in front of the lens, or I challenge myself to be in front of the lens uh, with my wife uh, and with my family, or sometimes uh, only my my wife and me. Uh, because I know it sucks. I know it's uncomfortable to, to be on the other side. So, mm-hmm. so like, I think maybe for the first, like, like 45 minutes, I don't, I don't take pictures, you know? Um, I, I try to choose the locations far away from, from, from where we meet. So, so we can talk and, and they don't see me as a threat, you know, they, because a, a professional photographer it's it's intimidating. Oh you know, yeah. Like, no. Yeah. How many times uh, uh, have you been photographed? You know, like in in a professional way. Uh, I'm not professional at all. You know, but uh, <laughs> and and you know that the bride or the groom are there and they don't want to be there. You know, uh, at least on the engagement engagement session, they're gonna be like, oh shoot, I wanna be I wanna be watching like the football game or or mm-hmm. I wanna be with my friends. You know, I don't wanna be with a freaking uh photographer just being photographed right. so the first step for me it's like yeah it, this sucks man uh, <laughs> I, I feel i feel sorry for you <laughs> you know and and then um i ask them like a like a questionnaire beforehand so i can see a, a little bit of their tastes 
you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and I try to go in that direction, you know, uh, yes. being like a chameleon, a little bit of a chameleon, you know, I, I, I'm not going to sell my soul, but I'm I, like a little bit of that. Yeah. And like finding and, and, those connections with, with them, like, you know, movies that you both enjoy and, and building that connection. Um, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I think that's so good. Um, cause I, I like that you, do you drive with them? Do you like yes. carpool together? I love that. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah. I don't oh, have a car, so I need to carpool, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're no, like, and, either, and, either I'm going to be walking for four hours <laughs> or you can give me a ride. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's, that, that's, a, that's a business tip for me. It's, um, I, I, you know, uh, when I started uh, being a, a, a photographer meant having a studio, having an assistant, having uh -huh. the big lights, you know, uh, like showing off, like, your zip code, like, I don't know if, if, if it happened in your generation, but a, a few photographers that I knew, they, they even rented like a, like a New York phone number. So, so they can be like showing off, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so for me, that was like, that's BS, man. Like I, 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 I don't gonna, I'm not gonna drive you in, in a rented BMW, you know, uh, or or wearing like Prada freaking shoes, that's not me. Like the the fake it till you make it. That's not my philosophy. No. So 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 it's 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 the other way around. It's like uh well, Brené Brown. She's from Texas that I that I know. And yeah. and the, the the other route, the the vulnerability, the the trying to be like a like a decent human being. You know, uh, I think that's that's the route that it's more appealing to my personality. Yes, because once they book you, you know it's you know you have the talent. You know, you know they they want you. So now it's it's your time to believe in yourself, and that's the scariest part <laughs> because you're like, holy shit, they saw my greatest hits. Now I have to deliver, right? Uh, so, so I always show them like greatest hits story that, that's like slideshow and then like full galleries like and i say hey guys please if you don't see yourselves in my pictures don't book me mm -hmm. I, I i hate salespeople, so i am not gonna try to sell them as well yeah you know, yeah so, so and i think that authenticity like that's what people want too like they don't want you to just be like, no, I am the best photographer. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to be the best for you. The best um, to whom, if, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that authenticity of, of just being vulnerable, being humble and saying, if you don't see yourself, like if these are not speaking to you, I am not the best photographer for you. Mm -hmm. And I will help you find, like, I'll point you towards some other people that, that may fit better and give you that experience that you really want. And I think yeah. that's, such a better way of serving our clients than trying to book everyone and just like trying to fit into what they're like. I had a, a couple recently. I'm not a very light and bright airy photographer. And, and they had emailed me. They're like, we love your photos. We love the emotion. We love the feelings that we feel whenever we look at them. And I was like, okay, but I like this, but and you edit in light and airy. And I was like, that's not, like that's, it's just not the way that I see things and it's not how mm -hmm. I shoot. But one of my best friends is light and airy photographer. And I was like, 
here you go. I'm going to send you over to her. She's amazing. If she's available. So, you're, so your brand is light and dark and, and her brand is like an airy. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually. So it, I, w- I was talking about uh, my friend, Rachel, who um, we started this podcast together um, almost two years ago. And I'm more of the dark and moody side mm-hmm. and she was more of the light and airy. So we were like light and dark. We'll do that. It'll be fun. Mm. And now it's me. And, uh, <laughs> and like, I can, uh, I can use light, uh, to make some yeah. dark photos. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it's, it was great. You, just to close the idea, like, uh, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I went in a different direction. I always try to keep my cost as low as possible, you know, uh, not showing off, just like yeah. uh, your work has to speak for yourself. Uh, the things that I have always invested in, in, in the most uh, unique website that I can uh, have and like finding the right people to work with. So, so your brand, it's like freaking solid. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, no rentals, no cars, no brands, no nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, and I think that's a good way to do it. I know that some people, like especially like with destination weddings and and uh, traveling for for weddings, some people are just like, I'm gonna stay at like the fanciest hotel. I'm gonna get the convertible rental car and like all of this money and try and show off and like mm-hmm. post behind the scenes photos on Instagram to be like, I'm living the life. Um, but yeah, like whenever I travel, I'm like, all right, if I can get away with no car, I'm going no car. Mm -hmm. And if I can, if I can stay at a cheap Airbnb somewhere with just like a bed and, you know, something that's obviously safe, uh, for my photography gear, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, no, I love that. Um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Is there, um, I don't know. We, we kind of talked, you you talked a little bit about this earlier. I kind of want to circle back to it with, um, how you, you second shot, uh, for, for other photographers and, and we're able to just go completely creative and doing, Mm -hmm. doing all those things is, are there some, some tips, some suggestions that you would give photographers, maybe go second shoot for some people, but like if, if they're wanting to implement some things that they've learned or that they want to like test out, but they don't want to test it out on a wedding day or they always forget. I know that's something for me. I'm like, Ooh, I have this idea. I want to try this out this weekend. And then the day of, if I don't have it written down, I am just like lost in, in all the craziness of weddings or do you have anything for, well, I, for- I, as another Texan will say like Austin Cleon, man, like uh, you have to take the pictures that you want to, like hanging your walls, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, or write the books that you want to read. So, so, so for me, first you have to create trust that like being a, a second shooter, uh, it can be so easy to, to see like, Oh, this guy wants to steal something from me, you know, like, uh, right. or he's going to deliver the images first. And so it, you, you have to accept that a lot of people are going to say no, you know, and, and that's why networking has, has been uh, amazing for me. Like, that's why I still go to different workshops. And uh, when I started to go to the U.S. to different conventions, I ask other photographers to come to Mexico and teach at my house. You know, and, yeah. and that, that way I, I made business for them. And then I made a, a solid relationship. It wasn't only oh, the, the guy from Mexico. It was like, oh, this guy, he gave me an opportunity. He picked me up from the airport. 
you know, he, he's, he, he's a guy who can trust. So after mm-hmm. I gained the trust, I went like, hey, if, if there's any chance, let me know. And that's how I build that, you know? It, it wasn't yeah. like as, as, as easy as like, hey, direct message. I can shoot, you know? Right. That's yeah. like, it, it's rare that it's going to work like that. Yes. So, so bonding with other photographers, like, um, you, do you know uh, Gabe McClintock uh, from, from Canada? Yeah, yeah. Again, like I was a big fan of him. Like I bought his presets back in the old days, and uh-huh. and, and I gave a lot of love uh, for him. Like so, another on social media on his old blog, and then hey, man, I'm I'm gonna be in Vegas if if you're gonna be there as well. So he had the idea of of getting a um, a model, and then we photograph her like a, with like old cameras, you know, That's and cool. and we connected, and again he didn't saw me as a as a pain in the ass, someone who was like, mm, oh, like a malignant uh, or something, you know? And, and since they, since that day on, we've been like teaching workshops together, like all over Europe, in the States. And it's crazy. And I was, a, I was his fan first. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then I, I second shot for him in Mexico and, and he second shot for me in Canada. So you never know how, how a relationship, a, a business or a friendship is it's going to grow. So it's, having faith in people that you admire and respect and, and giving them a, an, an opportunity to, to meet them beyond their art, you know, yes. because the first connection is like, I love your work. Okay. Is, is he a decent human being or not? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and then, and if they are, okay. Uh, in, uh, invest yourself in them as well. So I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with that, you know, like um, bonding with a lot of people and solving problems or giving something first and asking questions. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And like that whole community over competition and, mm-hmm. and just being that networking and being friends and, and being there for them when they need something and yeah. encouragement and just being like, Oh, that is a bomb photo that you took. And like, mm. like that kind of encouragement, but also just, in life. And, and as you build those connections, um, and and going, going further, like deeper into more friendship and, uh, and being there for each other. Cause I I feel like a lot of times we see other photographers as competition. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, even when we're in other countries, you know, we're like, Oh, we're, we're similar, similar shooting style, or we, you know, we, we tend to do a lot of, uh, weddings in like Sedona, Arizona for some reason. And like, uh, we're overlapping there and, you know, seeing each other as competition, but, um, there's so many weddings, so many couples for all of us. And when we build each other up, it's, um, it's, it's just, it's such a better, uh, I don't know. It's just a, a better, better feeling, a better taste of, of life, uh, together. And yeah. I love, I love that you and Gabe just like have, have that connection and, uh, have, have done that like over the years. That's, that's really cool. Um, and I think that's really important for people, photographers. I know like this last year and a half has been crazy and a little, little isolated, uh, especially with like low, if there's a local photographer get together or something like that. Um, but I would, I would recommend like looking for people in your local area to grab some coffee with and don't like Mm -hmm. grab coffee and like 
pick their brain and be like, fair. Hey, I had this question about how you mm-hmm. did this thing. And, um, but like giving, uh, like our, uh, uh, Devin Robinson talks about this mm-hmm. a lot, uh, that he's always like all of his relationships, he is wanting to give 51%. He's like, mm. I, I don't want to, to take any more than, than I'm giving. I always want to give more than I'm receiving from anyone that I'm in relationship with. And even like me, like I'm, I'm, you know, I was a, like a little photographer in Texas whenever I first met him and, and he just like poured into me, um, that 51%. And I was like, mm-hmm. that, that is important. And that makes people feel cared for and loved and like builds those connections that can take you anywhere. Definitely. Um, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Well, fair. I have loved yeah, this I mean, he's amazing, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dev, Devin's awesome. Um, but yeah, I have, I have loved this, this conversation. Do you have any last, uh, little, little things, uh, you want to share with, with the listeners right now? Well, as well, like don't get obsessed with photography or don't get obsessed with wedding photography. I mean, so, mm-hmm. uh, learn from, different places different arts different crafts um uh, like um like and why why you want to learn business from other photographers you can learn business from from top business people you know oh, or, yeah. or you can learn how to see and and capture light from cinematographers not only from wedding photographers so my goal it's always to be like that to be consuming uh podcast interviews uh youtube channels creative class classes uh, from not only wedding photographers so if, if we learn from a lot of people our craft it's gonna be pure and magic and unique so yeah don't, don't get obsessed with the things that you're producing yes oh i love that yeah and and like you said like not just taking in wedding photography or mm-hmm. you know whatever photography niche you're in um, but taking in from other places and like, um, the TV show, uh, chef's table, mm-hmm. um, some amazing cinematography and like the way that they light the the dishes mm-hmm. whenever they, they do like, you know, showing all of that kind of stuff that inspired me for how to light, uh, you know, taking pictures of, uh, details, details. and, yeah. and things like that on the wedding day. I was like, Ooh, I could do that. Mm-hmm. with this and um i know like both of us are big a24 fans mm-hmm. um, i love pretty much any anything that they do um, yeah. and there's always some really great cinematography in those movies yeah and and going beyond like uh, if i see a movie that i love the cinematography and then i find the cinematographer i follow him on instagram i try to find some interviews like have you watched uh, the TV show called um, Underground Railroads? Uh, it, it's on Prime Video. I haven't. It's in my no. in my queue of of things to watch. Dude, the, the cinematography that is like holy, and um, and it's like that. And then you see like these guys, the director and the cinematographer, have not know each other for twenty years, and every project they have done it together, mm-hmm. like from like Moonlight to Streets of sorry, Beagle Street. And it's like, wow, okay. Now, now I know how, why everything feels like so connected yeah. and, and the craft as well. And, and, and the bonds of each relationship, it, they take time to, to mature as well. So as well, we have to be extremely patient and because 
we are obsessed with finding our boys. And then you get there and, and you can get stuck or, or stale. So don't be too eager. Uh, be able to explore and, and play with all the tools that we have around. Yes. Yes. I love that. And like, like you said, don't expect it to just like hit like right now. Like, I feel like we're, we're very, I want it now. And I want, mm -hmm. I want this to be like next week. I want to hit, you know, 10,000 followers on Instagram or next week. I want to do like this crazy, like Paris photo shoot and things take time to mature. They take time to, uh, to just kind of cultivate into what you're doing. And if you're, if you're feeding that, if you're growing it, if you're pouring into, into those things and always learning, like going back to what we were talking about at the beginning yeah. and, and always having that curiosity, then things are going to grow. And, mm -hmm. uh, it may be five years down the road that you hit those goals. Um, but continue to push through. So mm. I love that. I love that. Uh, this has been so good. I'm man. I'm going to have to like, listen back to this. Uh, it's been so, so much good conversation. Um, there is part of the show that I like to do before we kind of like wrap up. Um, and it's, um, what are we loving this week? Uh, so we can talk about, you know, whatever you're loving this week, okay. it can be movies, books, uh -huh. TV shows, um, uh, your favorite cinematographer, um, uh -huh. any, anything at all. Um, what are you, what are you loving this week? Well, like photography based, I, I, I've been experimenting with AI uh, for, for the first time. Okay. And my mind has, has been exploding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like by like calling in a, with trusting AI and yeah. like edit, editing weddings as well. Uh, so it's, it's like, holy sh Okay. I'm, I'm getting there. So I'm, I'm being practicing with that. Okay. Uh, I, I recommend uh, a, a podcast. Uh, Roger Dickens is one of the uh, amazing cinematographers from the UK. And he has amazing interviews with, with other uh, filmmakers. Uh, mm. it, 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 if you Google like Roger Dickens uh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, like this, the cinematographer from the, from uh, the movie that I share right uh, today uh, with uh -huh. Joaquin Phoenix. He he just interviewed him, you know. So oh, okay, uh, yeah. So yeah, and oh, I'm that, uh, was it. Come on, come on. Is that yeah, the, that the new movie? Uh -huh. Yeah, and it looks like 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 a Sean Flanagan black and white. Uh, you know, like all grayscale. And I'm right. like, holy, this looks beautiful, man. Oh. Um, a, a book that I always recommend. Um, well, there's a, I love reading stuff, but like uh, finding your artistic voice. Uh, by Lisa Gongdon. She's she's okay. a, a graphic designer. It, it's a beautiful, powerful book. Hmm. Um, yeah, and Paul Paul Arden as well. He's an amazing. He was a like a marketeer, and he has two books that exploded my mind uh, like 15 years ago. And till this day, those are the books that I have on my toilet. And they're still exploding in my mind. So I, I always recommend uh, Paul Arden uh, books. Paul Arden. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I'm going to have to get, get a couple of his. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll have links to, to all of those things in the, the show notes for everyone. Uh, so you can pick up your books too and, uh, and check out that podcast. Um, awesome. Okay. Well, um, let's see. What am I loving this week? Um, it's uh, a movie, um, mm -hmm. the, um, 
Quiet Place 2. Mm-hmm. It's, I thought that that was really well done. Um, yeah. Sequels are not always that great. And I, I was a little skeptical coming in, but I really loved The Quiet Place um, yes. or A Quiet Place. I don't remember. But, um, but yeah, the way that they, the storyline of um, A Quiet Place 2 is very mm-hmm. well done. The plot is, is great. The acting is also very good. Um, I loved, I mean, in both of those movies, the suspense of silence mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Uh, just the lack of music and the lack of sound and just like hearing the crunching of like the leaves under their feet and that that suspense uh, is really good Um, it's it's not super scary if you're if you're not a horror movie fan it's Mm -hmm. it's definitely a suspenseful thriller type movie Um, but it's nothing like you know a threat a slasher you know Halloween Mm -hmm. Friday the 13th type horror movie um, but yeah, I thought it was really good. I I watched it on a, a recent flight and I was just like sucked in the entire time. It was so good. Um, Have you watched Peak, uh, the, the, the new movie from uh, Nicolas Cage? No. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't yet. I saw the trailer for that. It looks really good. The plot of the movie sounds silly. Uh, just like, uh, cause that's the, the truffle pig that uh-huh. he lost and, and like trying to find his pig. And I was like, okay, I don't really know about that. And then I watched the trailer. I was like, I am going to go see this. That looks yeah, amazing. Please, please watch it, man. It, okay. it, it's been a while since I don't see a, a movie like that. And it was filmed like in only 20 days and it's like, wow. wow. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. first time director. Uh, yeah. It's, oh. it's, it, it, it's a must watch for all like visual geeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, I know what I'm going to watch this week. <laughs> um, that'll probably be what I'm loving next week is big. Um, awesome. Well, cool. Fair. Thank you so much for being on the show. I loved getting to talk to you uh, this evening. Um, where can people find you? Where can they follow you? Uh, where's all the things there? It's uh, Fer Juaristi uh, at Fer Juaristi. Uh, everywhere uh even only fans man that's the way i have survived this uh pandemia uh but yeah no instagram uh yeah that's it man <laughs> cool cool awesome well well sweet well yeah everyone uh for sure go go give fair a follow um and uh and then if you know if you love this episode uh you know, take a screenshot, send us a DM, uh, just, just say, Hey, I love, love connecting with, uh, with anyone listening. Um, but yeah, well, cool. Well, um, fair. Thanks so much. This has been great. Uh, thanks. So good talking to you. Thanks for the invite, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all fair had so much knowledge for us and I loved getting to chat with him about all of the things. He has been a huge inspiration for me um, in how I see and how I photograph my couples um, over the years. As always, you can find all the things in today's episode uh, in the show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 81. This podcast was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience where you can join us for the next live podcast and ask your questions in the Facebook group by searching for the Light and Dark Photography Podcast group on Facebook. 
All the ads in today's episode are affiliate partnerships, which means you can get a few dollars when you check them out. It's a great way to get a great deal uh, from our sponsors, but also support this podcast at the same time. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. Fair is at fairhoristi. That's F-E-R-J-U-A-R-I-S-T-I. And you can find me at allheartphoto. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a screenshot, share it in your stories. I would love to connect. Until next week, I'll see you in the Facebook group. Bye.